Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lady Toast. And I'm Lord Richter. And we're here today with episode 114. He is the champion. The champion of Gallowspire. <laughs> I assume they're talking about Delias in this because he's channeling the champion spirit. I don't know if it was the champion spirit. The clip, which I happened to just listen to again, was about him beating something with a shovel. Yeah, but I thought he was channeling like a fighter or a champion or something. Or he's got champion He had the hits. shovel out and he beat the crap out of something and uh, or beat the crap out of the Shining Child. Yeah, didn't he have like champion hits? Because like he has hit one, champion hit, and then attack two maybe that part i don't remember yeah i i was just i was really struggling to figure out who the champion was here <laughs> oh well he sings it that's what i was that's what i was getting to he sings it does he really yes uh i use uh windows media player so at one hour one minute and 16 seconds i think he sings a little a little ditty which you I, could you know splice in i missed that entirely wow okay <laughs> Well, well, bust out, bust out your episode, crank it up to uh, one minute and or one hour, one minute and sixteen-ish seconds, and then hit play, and you'll hear all the fun action. He is the champion of the world of Gallowspy. Okay, well, I'll I'll do that after we're done recording, <laughs> and I'll I'll throw it in there, I guess. But I guess we could. He's the champion of the world. Of Gallowspire, because I had to do it twice. Yeah. Uh, I guess we could start at the beginning with the the Desert Harrow card, which, I mean, I didn't... My thinking from last time was he had his own and he was just kind of monitoring what they were sending between each other. It hadn't even occurred to me that he would have just taken Keisha Keisha's, or excuse me, Kasha Keisha's. Kasha Keisha's? <laughs> yeah, Kasha It was Keisha Cash. Keisha Cash, that's what it was. <laughs> And I've got the dollar signs in the name as it's supposed to have uh, in, in my you know notes to you here. Yes, yes. Keisha Cash. Uh, Keisha it, Cash. It, it hadn't even occurred to me that he would have just taken his card. It, it's kind of you know, neat. It, it didn't occur to me either because I forgot the desert card was the card that Uhtred's been carrying that he got from uh, Nynaeve's. Yeah. I, I knew he had a Harrow card. I just had forgotten it was the desert cards. So when it popped up last episode, I was like, oh, man, I know that's a callback. I know it's a callback. And I'm so <laughs> excited because I want to you know, know what callback it was because I don't remember. And uh, I was super stoked when it was all, oh, it's Keisha Keisha's. This makes perfect sense. Oh, great. And, you know, just sort of tied together the I got my mm -hmm. butt kicked by the Whispering Tyrant. And then, of course, he takes Keisha Keisha's stuff or at least some of his stuff. Yeah. And especially after the episode with Taika being the one writing all these letters, and that's the, the gist of the intelligence that Geb gets on his team and right. the, the operation from Last Wall in Geb. And, you know, Nick then saying, I'm the Taika. You know, it's just, <laughs> yeah. just all came together beautifully. Yeah. I, I like how all the, uh, the items they'd found with the card are basically used. This is how they the the tyrant learned about them in the first place which is which is a neat thing usually i think that you know in, in ap's it's like the big bad knows who the pcs are and what they're doing or things like that but this and there's time, usually it feels, not some explanation for how that is 
Yeah. Like and this time, the PCs have been doing this, this, and this. So naturally, he, you know, since there were some survivors, they, you know, he would know about this. You know, he would know this about them or whatever. There's usually yeah. just he knows. Yeah. So this this felt like a really nice kind of he he didn't had no idea who they were and had to actually like look them up, use legend lore and to well find his simulacrum did. His simulacrum right. did. We still don't know if if the actual tyrant gives a damn enough to have paid attention. But uh, yeah, the analyzed Dwomer and the legend lore uh, to unlock the hero card and you know the messaging and uh, yeah. just yeah, it was it was super cool. Yeah, it was. They were nice little touches, absolutely nice little touches. And I know that's hard to get from from Alex, because you know <laughs> he likes to just be heavy handed, demand things, not pay attention to our little podcast. <laughs> and all the times I've said he's wonderful, because he's hung on you know a comment I made and is taking out of context. Oh, you're talking about the the apology thing. Yeah, and okay. then I even apologized for him, and he still hung up on it. Yeah, I, I can understand why. I can't. Because okay, well. I was doing my job, which was looking at it in, in every AP. There seems like there's a, a one book that's just kind of filler. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I need to get the party from level X to level Y so that they're ready for the end, right? And then somewhere in there, there's always some book that's just kind of like, what are we, it's you're just kind of grinding or, or whatever it is. I'm not saying that there's not fun to be had there. I'm not saying that there's not information to be gleaned mm-hmm. but when i said i don't think it's going to be eventful to the story like we're gonna i said i we're gonna unlock the gates we're gonna go do a dungeon crawl we're gonna do this we're gonna do that that's where i felt we were in this filler book and again was not saying that the inspired incompetence guys wouldn't rise to the occasion and turn it from kind of filler into wow i really enjoy it which they totally have but Right. This to me feels like that filler book or that, you know, point where it's like, I got to get them some levels. And so the story has to kind of go on hold while we get them some levels. And even by Alex's own description of like, uh, I'm forgetting the first grave night with the with uh, the hippogriff. I couldn't tell you her name. God, I'm forgetting <laughs> her name. But she, you know, he gets that tiny little paragraph of description and turns it into that beautiful, you know, flashback storytelling thing that slams it (laughs) i wouldn't call it beautiful horrifying maybe well done (laughs) look i think it's beautiful because he filled it out he was on point with it you are horrified you do all the you know the stuff it was fantastic storytelling and that was taking what was a throwaway sort of comment about the grave night and actually making something where you're like god i i freaking feel for this grave night yeah you know I mean, fair enough. Tragic backstory. Oh my God. You know, I feel it. So yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I'm looking forward to the flashback for this shining child. That's now found itself trapped between two walls. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? What did I do? My brain. I have expectations now. No, it's fine. My brain decided to throw Zach Galifianakis into Gallowspire for the Shining Child trapped between two walls. Because <laughs> he has that show trapped, or like, between two ferns or whatever, and he just, he gets on there. I don't, I, I think I've seen like half an episode of it, so I know it exists. But Trapped like, between two ferns? It's not trapped between, it's just between two ferns. 
I, I, I genuinely don't understand the premise of it. I've never really watched it. I just know it exists, and I've seen clips. And it, it's like he asks the movie, <laughs> the movie, oh, I don't the know about talk the show. I, I have no idea. I, he, he, he basically just sits there and he asks really dumb questions to celebrities to make them look bad or something. I, I, I don't know. And people find it funny, but it's just for the, the thing that I found funny was Zach Galifianakis sitting in gallowspire with this child we can move on from this it's it's stupid i find it entertaining i'm just i i was i was tracking it down here on uh, on google real fast and it's some kind of weird talk show parody thing but it's like eight seasons of this stuff good god that's insane that's crazy i'm gonna have to check this out now okay anyway go for it i i don't understand it but i'm apparently getting old so <laughs> Didn't you say you were, you know, 35? Yeah, I'm well past my so prime. So there you now. go. Just like Alex, you're past your prime. Yep. My body And you feels gave him it. that, by the way. You gave him that. <laughs> I don't think so, but we can disagree on that one. Um, yeah, but it's it's a good fight in uh the he's the champion mm-hmm. for the title of this episode comes from uh Thelias whipping out the shovel and smacking the shining child like he means business. And yeah. then uh, I, I do like his comments of, uh, okay, let's go beat this kid, <laughs> <laughs> which I enjoyed. I thought that was fun. I've, I've seen, I've, I've faced him twice now when I've played once in uh, rise of the rune Lords. And I think the other one in shattered star, but maybe not, it might've been a different at AP. I don't, can't remember, but they seem to get a little bit of mileage with uh Paizo. Mm, seems to be I've, one of those monsters they enjoy using. I don't it recognize is in this one. Shattered star. I just remembered it absolutely is in shattered star. Mm. Yeah, this is a new monster to me. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we've also faced it in an additional AP that wasn't related to the Rune Lord trilogy. Mm. But yeah, Yeah, I don't know. They're they're not they're nasty. Just nasty. That wall of force though is a nice trick, and he does it. The there's a great tactical thing there of cutting off most of the party and leaving Uhtred and I forget who else with them. But then Uhtred yeah whips out his wand and. Bam! Wall of Ice. And then just like the last time he cast it, we go into a, you know, loot the room interlude. Yeah, it's like mid-fight. Like, the the thing's still, like, floating there, just kind of watching. Just, I I will get you. I mean, I assume it could dismiss its own Wall of Ice or Wall of Force, or can it not? I don't don't think so. Let me take a quick peek. It didn't sound like it, but that doesn't mean that I, I have that one down uh exactly so let me take a quick peek and see if that is in fact dismissible i want to say no say it's but, not yeah uh i'm sorry it is dismissible it's one round per level and it's dismissible so it was super short but the wall of ice the wall of ice is not super short yeah so i don't know i guess ch- child could dismiss it whenever it wants and then it could but with tia Blith taking the rest of the party across both walls over to be with utrid and I can't remember who's already over there, but there's two of them. And they, to, you know, gather the party together. Yeah. He's stuck with a wall of ice between him and the party anyway. Fair. So I guess we'll see how they handle it next week. I, uh, Indeed. Uh, should we go over the items that they found? I, there were some neat ones. I think I think it's worth uh, worth looking at. I was Some of them I was like, wow, that's cool. What the heck? That's cool. I don't actually right, remember let's... what they were. You have a list. Well. I have it queued up, I think, here. So here we go. I'm going to listen, and I'll say them as I hear them. 
Okay, I may have to revise my thing. It sounds like they they have some sort of walk around that they're doing to link back up. Oh, okay. I think he was going to de. I think what it was is Tiablis was going to de-door them into the uh, spot between the walls. Ah, okay. I'll probably end up cutting this part out, but uh, I'll be honest. I don't have a whole lot for this episode. <laughs> no, well, there wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, new. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. We're going over the card, which. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, hang on. Okay. Here they come. Okay, get ready. I shall wait with bated breath. There's a magical hammer. Got it. Thor's hammer. Dwarf bond hammer. A what hammer? Dwarf bond hammer. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but it sounds all right. It's it's pretty cool. It, uh, a dwarf can throw it, and it returns. And in a dwarf's hands, it's a plus two hammer instead of a plus one. Ah, so almost useless to the party. Yeah, yeah. Never mind then. Well, you know, if there was Rogar. Oh yeah, would have been ivory nice for goat Rogar. figurines. Yeah, very nice for Rogar. Oh, I do like ivory figurines. Those are fun. Ivory goats, yeah. Those are three goats, as I recall. Yeah. And now we're remembering that they already have a Griffin figurine of wondrous power. Yeah, which they haven't used in like two books. Yep, yep. It's a magical robe. <laughs> They're robes of arcane heritage. Interesting. There's a mummified, disembodied hand, like like a mummy's hand. Yeah, like a mummy's hand. Oh, it's a it's a neck slot wondrous item, and you can put a magic ring on it, and it gives you an extra ring slot. Yeah, yeah. It basically lets you wear a third ring. Yeah, creepy. It is. One of my players has one. The paladin was not so keen on ha- her having an undead hand. <laughs> yeah, there's a major crown of blasting. <laughs> okay. And then there's a magical book. A book of shovels, perhaps? I think that's the book of, like, plus two con. Uh-oh. It's laced with poison, so it has a trap or something I, uh, the book does. It's gallows fire. I figure everything's trapped. But, I mean, the items sound pretty neat, so... Yeah, they're pretty neat. Let's I mean... what they end up doing with them. Manual of bodily health plus two. Yeah, so plus two con, I think. Which, you know, those books aren't cheap. No. Well, do you have anything else for this episode? Because I'm really struggling to pull anything else. No, no, that's the, you know, there's some interesting magic items, but which is just an odd, uh, sort of an odd collection of them. But the mm-hmm. kind of utility stuff that you hope you get, at least I like to get, where you just have some stuff that does different things and can help you do a bunch of different things. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, no, that's that's pretty much it for me. I mean, it was, there. there's a lot in there and it's enjoyable. But as far as advancing the uh, story that's, you know, we're in the fight and, uh, you know, doing all the identifying of the loot. And those are, you know, things that consume time. But, yeah. Yeah. It just didn't feel like a whole lot happened. I get that they moved on from, you know, they identified the card and what the actual items in the ch- in the chair meant. Right. And they get the neat, they get the neat uh, components. Yeah. Right. But then, you know, they move on and obviously, you know, they're going to find an encounter in probably every room in here. So they find this weird taxidermy filled room and find this child and smack it up yeah, a bit. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Smack up the kid. Yeah. I, let me, let me take a, one other quick peek at the, the shining child here because I thought it's actually, it's called a shining child, but I don't think it's small. I mean, I think it's, it's quite large. So let me look. That would be weird. It It is weird. It's an outsider. It's a medium outsider. 
Um, doesn't give me any other stuff. Something like an emaciated. I'm sorry. It looks like an emaciated child with clawed hands. For some reason, I thought it was like, you know, six feet tall or something. Oh. I didn't think of it as, you know, little. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. I mean, I would assume small yeah. at least, but medium's all right. It's like a, it's like a shining teenager. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Or, <laughs> you know, like preteen, tween. <laughs> yeah. You know, for those 10, 11, 12 year olds out there. Yep. Yeah, but I I think that does it. I mean, yeah. I think that that wraps it up, and we're just waiting for next episode's combat. Yeah, I guess they're gonna continue this fight with the child. Maybe it takes all episode. I guess I don't. Know, we'll we'll see. But uh, I guess that's gonna do it for us this week. You can find us and the players at the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lady Toast, and I'm Lord Richter. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bup, 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 bup. Waiting for the internet to respond.